Season 2, Episode 98, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, entitled, After the Feast of Tabernacles in the Temple, Jesus Angers the Pharisees by Claiming to be the Light of the World. And the verses we're going to look at are in John chapter 8, verses 11, which was the last verse we studied in the story about the woman taken in adultery, uh, 8, 11 through 20, and that will be 10 verses altogether. All right, based on A.T. Robertson's A Harmony of the Gospels for Students' Life of Christ, copyright 1922, C.I. Schofield, Schofield Reference Bible, copyright 1909. So he's down in Jerusalem, in the temple, been there a, a, a number of days. He didn't make himself known at the beginning of the Feast of Tabernacles. I think it's about a week-long feast where they live in booths outside of their homes to commemorate what it was like wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. I'm sure the kids loved it. Um, and probably everybody did, you know. Uh, if you got lemons, you make lemonade. All right, so... Um, Part 9 is the Latter Judean Ministry. We're in episode 98. Uh, part 9 goes from 96 to 111 episode. Um, so far, we in episode part 9, the Latter Judean Ministry, we have uh, episode 96 was Some Believe Jesus, Some Don't at Temple Feast of Booze at the Temple. Uh, the woman taken in adultery, uh, I think he's at the temple when they bring, bring, him to, bring her to him. Um, that was episode 97. And 98, Jesus angers the Pharisees in the temple by claiming to be the light of the world. That's what we're going to read today. All right, so uh, John chapter 8, verse 11. John chapter 8, verse 11. John chapter 8. This is not 1 John, 2 John, or 3 John. This is, and it's not the book of Revelation, also written by John. By the way, it doesn't have an S on the end. I learned that from a, from a great teacher, a very humble old man that knew a lot and uh, corrected me one time quietly and uh, never forgot it. The book of Revelation, not Revelations. Anyway, um, verse 11, John chapter 8, verse 11. And she, the woman taken in adultery, said, when Jesus said, Who, where are your accusers? And he saw no one but her. Uh, in verse 11, she said, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them. Now, I had a little problem with this. You know, I'm going like, you know, trying to tie it all together. But John doesn't do that. It, I don't think it caused A.T. Robertson a problem here. They're back at the temple. It doesn't say they walk back to the temple. It just uh, assumes that we're going to be paying attention and knowing that this took place and Jesus was left alone with, with the woman. And now he's found his way back to the temple. And he's giving his I am the light of the world speech in front of a bunch of angry Pharisees. 
Verse 12, John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, the Pharisees, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. I can just talk for myself. Fifty years ago this November, I left the darkness and walked in the light of the gift of eternal life, the whosoever God. He had me at whosoever 50 years ago this November. And I just hung around a bunch of kids that thought that was the coolest, most greatest thing they'd ever heard. And we just tried to share it with other people. Not probably very well, but but uh, we tried for sure. And, you know, kids, we talk to kids, and kids can talk to kids probably better than anybody can talk to kids. But anyway, I, John chapter 8, verse 12, Then spake Jesus again at the temple unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of the life. I followed him. Not literally, I believed what the Bible said. I believed John 3.16. I believed he loved my family. I believed he loved my brother. I believe my brother had a, a, an opportunity to trust Christ. I, I think everybody has that opportunity. And if you don't, then it, you know, if you're too young or you're handicapped in some way, you, just, you, you, don't have, you don't reach the age of accountability. Like David's son with Bathsheba died as a baby. And Jesus, uh, David was very sad, but, but he said, I can't bring him back, I'll go to him. And he got up and got to work, which I think is a mature way to take a loved one's death. And I, I did not do that. I, I was a very sad person for about three years until my motorcycle accident. And it's like the, the farmer that sold his mule and, and the guy brought it back and said, you said this mule will do anything. He said, it doesn't do anything. And he, the guy said, oh, I forgot to show you how to get its attention. So he took a two-by-four and smacked the mule in the head, and then it did whatever he asked. And this motorcycle accident was a little bit of a smack in the head. Maybe that's a bad joke. I don't know. Poor dumb animal. But uh, the one talked to uh, Balaam, so you can read that story back in Genesis. All right. I think it was in Genesis. can't remember. Um... Genesis, Exodus, one of those. Uh, well, Genesis, no, wait a minute. Yeah, Exodus really, yeah. Yeah, Exodus, Exodus ends with the death of Joseph. Exodus begins with the birth of Moses. Ex Genesis ends with the death of Joseph. Exodus begins with the birth of Moses. So it had to be in the book of, in the story of, in, in Exodus. Well, just because Moses wrote uh, Genesis doesn't mean he was alive for in the garden, etc. Anyway, he, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. I guess you have to come to grips with that. I just, you know, I'm going to believe all of it or I'm not going to believe any of it. I just, that's the way I take it. And to me, it makes very good sense. And I'm, I'm, I've got pretty good scientific credentials, having taught AP Physics, Understanding the the duality of light acts like a wave sometimes. Sometimes it acts like a particle. Understanding that no one in the world of physics 
knows the true nature and origin of gravity, can't find it. Only honest physicists will tell you they don't know. I, I went to meetings of AP teachers and they'd say, what do you what do you tell students when they ask a question you can't answer? I, I embrace it, man. I love it. I love it and say, well, I'll find out when I'll talk, when I see God, I'll talk to him about it because of Jesus Christ. Anyway, but I taught in a Christian school, so anyway. The Pharisees therefore said unto him, that's who he's talking to, obviously, thou bearest record of thyself, thy record is not true. He violated one of the principles of law, I guess, Jewish law, probably our law as well. You know, you can't get up there and say, I'm innocent, I'm innocent, I'm innocent, I'm innocent, I'm innocent. I mean, you can, but I don't know how much weight it carries. But I don't know if that's really going to be like an eyewitness or alibi or whatever. Anyway, the Pharisees therefore said unto him, and I think he recognizes their point here, their point of law, that he needs more than just himself. The Pharisees therefore said unto him, and smug and so confident, you know, that he fell into their trap, talking about him being the uh, son of man, Daniel, Chapter 9, Son of Man. Thou bearest record of thyself. I am the light of the world. He that followeth, verse 12, He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And the Pharisees correctly called him on it. Therefore said unto him, Thou bearest record of thyself. Thy record is not true. Nothing's true unless you have two people to agree with it. And they go into that here. Excuse me. Um, in our Constitution, believe it or not, our founding fathers, for treason, because from England, you, you said something against the king, you were drawn and quartered. You know, Treason was to say anything against the king. So uh, they wanted treason. You had to have two witnesses for treason in, in, the USS, in the U.S. Constitution. I thought that was interesting. Anyway, all right, verse 13. And the Pharisees therefore said unto him, Thou bearest record of thyself, therefore thy record is not true. I mean, that's basically what they're saying. Verse 14. Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true. For I know whence I came, I know where I came from, I know where I, whither I go, where I go, but you cannot tell where I came from, whence I come, or where I go. You judge after the flesh, I judge no man. Verse 16, and yet if I judge, my judgment is true, for I am not alone. So he doesn't, he doesn't argue with their thing of, you, you know, you're the only one defending yourself. Therefore, what you say is unverified, taken as untrue. For I, for I am not alone, but I have the Father that sent me. Now he's calling himself the Son of God. Clearly, 
the Son of Man of Daniel chapter 7, verse 13. Chapter 9, verse 13. I think it's chapter 9, verse 13. I need to add that to my memory verse list. I've got over 70, so that would be a good addition. I used to say them all every day, but I, I can't do that anymore. I mean, I could, but it would be a slow start to the day. Probably a great start to the day. But anyway, chapter, verse 17. John chapter 8, verse 17. It is also written in your law that the test of testimony of two men is true. So I I have my testimony and I have my father's testimony that I come from my father and I go to my father. Verse 18. I am one that beareth witness of myself. The father that sent me beareth witness of me. So again, he's attacking the logic of their argument. You need two witnesses. He goes, I've got two. That know where I come from and where I'm going. Myself and my Heavenly Father. And they know what he's saying. That's why they want to kill him. Then said the Pharisees unto him, Where is thy father? Jesus answered, Ye neither know me nor my father. If you had known me, you should have known my father also. The only thing he's not saying here is, I and my Father are one. But you have to go to John chapter 10, verse 28, 29, 30. But if he said it here, they would do what they did in John chapter 10. They would pick up stones to stone him. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. So he's got two witnesses, himself and his heavenly Father. Verse 20. Oh, last verse for today. These words spake Jesus in the treasury. Now, I'm not really sure what part of the temple that is. But I know that uh, Nehemiah set up a box. And there was, I don't know when the temple tax came into being. Um, but uh, I know that, that when it was being rebuilt, they needed you know, to ask for money. And more, more than what they needed came in. And they took no more. Than what they needed. Uh, but that's where the temple tax comes from. So maybe there's a treasury where the temple tax is one half shekel per man over 20 years old, 21 and older. These words spake Jesus in the treasury as he taught in the temple. I think regular people and the Sadducees and Pharisees. And no man laid hands on him. They wanted to, but they didn't. Why? For his hour was not yet come. There, again, I said it yesterday, or I said it in the last episode, there's a divine intervention here. Just like when they took him at Nazareth, when he started his public ministry, right before the marriage of Cana, they, they took him to the cliff that Nazareth is known for, and we're going to throw him off the cliff, but he just passed through the midst of them. All right. Well, that brings us to the next episode, Lord willing. Season 2, episode 98. And if if I don't continue this, I hope one of my listeners will pick up where I left off or whatever. Or start over again. Do a better job, probably. Uh, next episode is season 2, episode 98. 
I'm sorry, 99. Forgot to change the number on this slide. 99. The Pharisees attempt to stone Jesus. This is like their, I don't know how many numbers, you know, he's, he's, the Feast of Trump, the Feast of Tabernacles has just ended. I think we're a day out of the, and he's still teaching in the temple. And they want to kill him again. The Pharisees attempt to stone Jesus when he exposes their sinfulness. And A.T. Robertson has this note, Jerusalem, probably in the temple. So, I will say adios, which is to God. Ah is to, Dios is God. And, or E, I think E is the word and. E via, via means go. Con, with, Dios. God, go with God. Adios, to God. And vaya con Dios, go with God.